All right, okay, we're synced. This is already synced. Consider this episode in the back. <laughs> um, yeah, so again, I'm in LA. I'm perusing around. I, you know, I had to escape Denver um, for my normal reasons and. Just you know? normal shock reasons normal. for having to get out of town yeah. very urgently. You know, my, my usual, like, uh, mixture of, like, criminal affairs and enemies. You know, you have a state trooper chasing you across lines. <laughs> this, well, it's, like, kind of like a Rambo situation yeah. with that one veteran who's constantly stalking me still yeah. and uh, coming for me to kill me. But you've uh, kind of I've made, avoided him, made actually. some peace through with veterans recently. Yeah, you? it's kind of crazy. I met this one veteran who I just couldn't believe it that he was a veteran. I don't know what he did exactly in the military, in the army, not no less, but I mean, he was like a hot, hot gay, just like, I don't know, like art ho. Like yeah. you wouldn't think. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, I, I, I dated a guy who actually was like, in, he was like in Iraq and then he like had a, a psychotic break and became like schizophrenic and they found him just sort of wandering and they're like okay you get a health discharge and it's like he's like yeah i don't know he's like i've like poured this thought we were gonna get the terrorists and uh then i was like oh god this is terrible yeah but i had another friend who before i moved to new york uh he was like he he his hummer got blown up by like a a raid so he had like a traumatic brain injury so he would randomly just get furious for no reason and then the the next day be like i'm sorry i got blown up and now my brain doesn't work right (laughs) but these are before we left he like uh gave us um hash because it was the only thing that calmed him down and that's why i dab i mean it's basically the same thing hash is so good oh it's just it like so it's so fun you can eat hash too because it's already activated i never find it anywhere like you can get it at the dispensaries they sell really? it at the dispensaries it's just like they just like, anyway. i've never gone into a dispensary i only get the, the delivery ugh, thing let me just tell you something the dis- the uh dispensaries here are an outrage against yes. society they're I disgusting went they- to one once and it's like san francisco has has the shit like beat out of LA yeah. dispensaries. Like they're they've got the whole thing here. It's like they're like a weird Apple store, and there's always lines and like yeah, the lines are insane. Yeah, I I so I went to try to think of it. It's like Mata on the corner of like Sunset or something, and uh, God, okay. So I walk in, and immediately, the this older like white forty year old guy like pointed at I what I could not see. It was like, look at that fat cow. And there was this woman leaving at the same time who was not overweight at all. But I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? And he was and he was like, oh, no, no. And he, like he pulls out like a tiny statue of like a fat cow, like a little like I like like a pipe in the shape of a ah. fat cow or something. And he was like, no, I would never say that about women. You want to see my daughters? They're so skinny. So then he proceeds to pull out his phone and show me his two daughters. And he's like, look how skinny they are. Okay. So that was like 420. So I, then I get yeah. past the that freak, the the card guy. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I think the people that go to the dispensaries are a different breed than the people. This is the guy working there. Oh, okay. So this was all, I was just like, and I could see his employee next to him just like putting his face to his head like, oh, God. So I go to buy something in Denver that I would pay literally 
$12 for each one. They're like, okay, it'll be $85. I'm like, okay, I can't, you know, like. I will say, though, that the weed here is insanely strong. I've heard good things about Denver weed, but, and I'm sure there's a markup. I'm sure there's a markup, but, like, like, the stuff you get here is. It's to the point where I'm like, I actually maybe want some shittier weed. Because like, <laughs> yeah, I want to be able to pace myself. Yeah, yeah. Where, where you just felt. I just want some mitts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just miss mitts. I miss just getting like. I just want to go on a walk and have a sandwich. I don't want to like get like <laughs> laid out and, you know, seeing God. Well, I'm doing like, you know, 15 to 20 dabs a day Damn. at a minimum. And then I feel like I still feel. How do you like measure out? That like I I only I've only had, like two other friends that did dabs and it just seems like not seems difficult to like measure out. That's why I like edibles because you can like I want to be exactly this high. I want exactly this many milligrams. Yeah, but it seems like dabs are you get out of out of dabs. Hand. Uh, have never really gotten out of hand for me. It's edibles that will really fuck me up to where I'm uncomfortable. Okay, so edibles definitely as as homemade edibles, oh. but here you can order something. You can get them in like. Uh, in doses of 2.5 if you want. So you can so... get exactly, you're like, I want to be exactly 7.5 milligrams of weed. So hopping. I need like 50 as a minimum, and I still think that that's not enough. I usually start with 100. Okay, so I have a few that I got as free samples that I'll just give to you because love. they're I'm... too big, and I don't want to like have to like slice them up perfectly. <laughs> you're like, oh, I can't even cut these up. I just like these I, Indiana if hands. I fuck it up wrong, I'm gonna I'm gonna be just way too high. So one time I bought a thousand milligram edible from a terminally ill cancer patient in Louisiana. Yeah. She died two weeks after. Um, she, I didn't really know her. It was like a friend of a friend. I met, I met her from a friend of mine whose dad was a heroin dealer in New Orleans. He told me his dad did, uh, you know, odd jobs. So we, I was like, That is an odd job. Selling heroin is. Well, he, so we pull up to his house in the middle of the night in New Orleans. We drive from Lafayette to New Orleans. The guy I rode with could barely see he's blind legally and his glasses are not the proper prescription. He's just swerving across the Atchafalaya Basin all the way across the Pontchartrain Bridge. Just like, I'm like, we're barely going to make it. Finally, we get to New Orleans in the middle of the night. We drive to like a really weird far out part of town near Lakeview. And we pull up to this sketchy ass looking house. So my friend knocks on the door and immediately... A guy pulls out a shotgun and points it at both of us, and yeah. we're like, "Oh my god!" And the guys, are like, no, it's my son. It's my son. So we stay in a room where it's like maybe three or four cots of just stripper prostitutes. I, I guess they're not stripper; they're prostitutes. They're prostitutes. They're, right. they're prostitutes, and I mean, they may have stripped. Yeah. Uh, but they're on hard times now and are doing a little freelance work. Yeah. 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 So I mean, there it was like three cots of prostitutes. And then me staying with my friend in a bed next to them, like in the same room. Hey, girl. Yeah, like hey, we're Sleep like over. like four. Like no, I was like probably sixteen years old. Just, <laughs> just like I can't believe I'm in this situation. So we go to bed. Wake up the next morning. We have dinner with his dad, and his dad just has the weathered face and the the frail figure of a like me- mesothelioma victim. 
Right. He's I, been he's been baking. He's been he's been time. slinging heroin and probably doing it for longer than we could imagine. And this guy uh has this giant revolver, like one of those huge like giant barreled pistols. Shocking just on the table for the breakfast. He orders Chinese food for breakfast. It was I mean just, I'm not going to say I haven't thought about that. I mean, we've all done leftovers, all... certainly. Well, yeah, but, but this was. He's like, I, I want to start the day right. Yeah, he's, it's living. like 11 o'clock and he's gone and picked up, you know, like $100 worth of Chinese food from Chalmette. Damn. <laughs> like, gone all the way to Chalmette, which is far from where we are. Anyway, so this long story short, he. I'm like, hey, do you know where to get any, like, edibles in town? He's like, I know one woman. You can go to her. Go to her. So I go to a hospice ward, basically, or like a oh, hospice-like damn. type living situation. And I meet this woman, and she's just like, yeah, I'm going to die, but I, I owe this guy a favor. So here you go. So I got from her. What favor did she owe him? Was he giving her? I mean, like. Who know, Who could possibly know? But So she gave me four things. She gave me the one pill that was straight-up weed, uh, just THC, a pill of a thousand milligrams. Then she gave me something that I have never in my life gotten my hands back on, but it was incredible. Cannibal. Mm. So it's like basically prescription THC slightly modified. It's oh, that's I, terrifying. Yeah, it was like it's like before the huge weed industry blew up, and it's only available for like cancer patients. Right. These pills are, I don't even I don't even remember what milligram they were, but they. Fucked me up. The dad also gave us a hundred proof, uh, extra large bottle of Stoli. Oh Jesus! Christ. So we were just destined to fuck up. Yeah. I'm on the streetcar. I'm throwing up on the streetcar. I threw up on myself, and then I just threw my jacket off of the side of the streetcar. And I'm like, it's New Orleans. It's fine. And of course, they were like, you know, you got to get off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just like it's one. It's not fine. <laughs> it's one bad weekend. Yeah. <laughs> from childhood. Just uh, that's another a coming day. of age story. That's a coming of Cajun story. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I'm sure you have something similar to that in Indiana. Um, I mean, for me, like the worst. You do dirt bike in there, I ha- huh? Dirt bike in there. Uh, all, all my brothers all had dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. Like Damn. everyone has a dirt bike. Yeah. Most of the girls have dirt bikes. Like I was never that into it. I liked horses. Oh my god, you're a horse, horse girl. girl. Yes, yeah, horse, horse girl, girl and a musician. I feel like I barely know you now. It's a different kind of horse girl though. And when I would move to New York di- and okay. talk about like horses, like equestrian stuff with girls, they're like, "Oh yeah, my horse." And I'm like, "Yeah, I had a different horse experience than you. <laughs> we just lived next to a farm, and it cost less than like a 1992 Ford Tempo to get like a <laughs> horse and like board it for 35 bucks a month and we just walk over and ride the horse that sounds lovely it's that not, sounds like it a- was it is lovely but it's the it's very different from the the suburban girl horse culture oh. horses are like one of those things that's like in like nature more generally that it's like available to very poor rural people and very rich people oh, yeah, and like it's... no one in the middle can afford to ride no, a horse this yeah. is a really expensive thing i remember the simpsons episode where Homer oh, had yeah. to Homer had to take on like three extra jobs. Horse, Taxi yeah. driver, and then he was also uh, what was he doing? He's working at Apu's. Yeah, they worked at the Quickie Mart. Yeah, yeah. It's like if, but if you're just in Bumblefuck nowhere, <laughs> you just like yeah. There's 
This There's is a what used you horse up on blocks <laughs> in someone's yard. Y'all want to go there? That, yeah. That's what I felt like in Missoula. There's literally... There are, like, some luxuries to, like, rural living that you just... Because there's space. Yeah, there's space. Yeah. And it's just so quiet and at yeah. night. You don't hear all this hooping and hollering. I mean, I hear, like, a few gunshots, but, like... <laughs> You know, like, but it's not a not, melee. Well, it's not like what in Denver I'm dealing with. These guys in front of me are probably all like 20 or younger. I think or, the difference is in the country. People are using the guns to kill themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is like uh, probably like I don't even know what's going on. But in front like one night it was 20 gunshots back to for back and forth, like in the front yard, right oh in God. front of our house, just going back and forth. And we're like, God, if this if this goes to the backyard, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, just stay inside. Well, we stay inside. Me and my other roommate, not the gay roller skater, but the girl from Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, she has a Glock, and she just immediately, when there's gunshots, comes out of her room with the Glock. She turns out all the lights in the house and stares out of the window like she's ready for You're the You're not going to see the bullet. I like, know. It, you don't know what direction it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. You're not having a SWAT team descend on you. It's, it's You're going to be caught in crossfire. Why well, I come out of my room like stone out of my mind and I'm like What's hearing that? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, shh, shh, shh. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the cops were in our the front of our house all day for the last few days. There was some domestic violence going on, tragic. But the, the I guess the girl who was like in the situation, we had always seen her and just assumed she was like a tweaker. Uh, when I got back from yeah, LA, you, you can often be both. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. I mean, <laughs> I hope she's in a better situation now. But I saw this girl when I got back from LA at 9 a.m. in the morning. In, like, the yard in between, you know, our houses, I see her in the backyard, and she's on all fours, and she's meowing. Oh, okay. And it's, and, like, not that it, it makes her any more or less crazy, but the the meowing kind of sounded like, there was just something so... That's alarming. Alarming immediately. Yeah. And so, of course, and we had seen her crying not, that's outside. That's not also, like, a variation of crazy that you're used to, like... It's not like tweaker, hostile, or whatever. It's like, oh, this is a whole new thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just it's like you can't even know what is going on. I mean, in the middle of the night, they started doing construction one night. I mean, l- over the last few days leading up to this, they put all of their personal objects outside in the in, in the walkway, blocking the entrance to the back. We live in the alleyway. Like, we're exposed in the alleyway side. And then they're in the front in the street address. And... It's just I remember mess. reading this book about this guy whose mother had a psychotic break and about like his childhood. And one of the things he did, like he came downstairs and she had taken everything out of the living room, the front room, and set it into the yard. And she's like, I need the moonlight to clean it. Oh, it's, uh, you're talking about running with scissors. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I fucking loved that movie yeah, adaptation. I- that was a great book, too. I, yeah, I read the book. I don't know if I saw the movie, but I, I heard it was good. Fag authors. We like we David Sedaris. We love him. Uh, and, uh, Not his rich attitudes. And uh, <laughs> that one was Augustine Burroughs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know if he wrote anything after that. 
Well, okay, so this is the drama that went down with the running with scissors. So he was claiming that it was a true story. And, of course, everyone involved was it's like... It's going to be a Rashomon thing, though. Everyone is going to remember something differently. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know who this Rashomon is, but... <laughs> <laughs> I wish him the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's like, oh, that's a thing that, like... It's, like, kind of a pattern is wanting to, like... Like, apparently that's a common thing with, like, a psychotic break is wanting to clean your things by oh. putting them outside like airing them out or having the you know the moonlight touch them or whatever because you think everything's contaminated <laughs> i mean i just throw everything in my living room when i'm having a breakdown yeah. just so i can get it out of my room my, i just throw things away i think my room kind of looks like the inside of a goodwill uh outlet bin right so you buy <laughs> everything by the pound yeah but it, it just looks like it should be a container, like a shipping container full yeah. of things. The mattress is like almost covered in clothes, and like my sheets are barely visible. All my clothes are. All my clothes are on my uh, kitchen table right now. Yeah, I mean this. But this looks. I just organized. got a dresser, so I got. I just gotta. I gotta put them in there. Amber's someone who would be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. My house is messy." And like, the, it's you have literally... to understand. I lived with Felix for so long. That now I'm like, I want a clean house. <laughs> was Felix that messy? He was just a man. He was. Straight men can't was, keep it okay, together. Okay, so first, like, I lived with Felix, and I lived with Nick Mullen, and Nick went through a woodworking period where he would Dear be God. using a saw indoors. And so we just had, we just had sawdust in our apartment all the time. With Felix, it was kratom dust. So everything was covered in like a green oh my dust all the time. I just got his entire character. Yeah, you just said yeah. kratom dust. He and makes now, a lot of sense now. And yeah. I, I completely understand it. Yeah, that's that's that is like okay. I feel like if he just would have opened as like, hey, I do kratom, I would have been like, oh, I totally understand you. He, yeah, I don't even know if he still he, probably an I, industry he, secret. I think he does. Yeah, we don't but like. He did it like just daily for a really long time as long as he's off the age again where that's all that matters to me <laughs> yeah i just gotta keep those veins clean baby honestly i feel like i know more people who do kratom i don't think he is all at all like I this think but gym guys do because if you get hurt and you don't want to do opioids because it's really addictive terrible and he's like a he does a lot of gym he's a weightlifter guy so like i think what Kratom's is the secret life he is living why he, why didn't he lead with being a weightlifter? What? He's just really interested in you. <laughs> he, he's interested in other people. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah. I hope it, someone said you you were trying to bully him to impress him, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that to be fair, that is the only thing that impresses Felix is bullying. Well, yeah. I mean, then that's then that's why he must love the show. I mean, yeah. I, that's my sole purpose on that show is basically to be bullied his entire family are bullies uh it's like oh. his older brother is is the nicest one but he's a gay guy so he's a little bit of bully his Ball older sister is hilarious and just mean and i love her and it, even his mom is like a is like a funny bully like they're just good at it so i love my family but they're definitely bullies too i don't know have i ever told you about the fake dead sibling my yes family? and they <laughs> They like engraved something. They engraved my iPod. It was when iPods, when you get them laser engraved, and it said Thomas Jude Gonsolin. And they scratched out that, but still, so it was visible and wrote in Sharpie Jacques. Amazing. Yeah. That's and then, so mean. I mean, I get, I, you know, I'd be like a family, like a, a holiday event, and I'm like, who's this last place set for? And they're like, it was for Tommy. <laughs> 
And I mean, my siblings were mercilessly bullied. I think that's any younger sibling gets just bullied. By yeah, I wailed on my little brother. They would always tell me that they found me uh, in the dumpster behind the Pizza Hut on Pinhook Road in Lafayette. And of course, I'm like, I mean, it makes sense. But I was like, like calling yeah, my yeah. mom in my on my sister's cell phone in her cabrio Volkswagen. And I'm like, mom, am I adopted or not? And my sister is also on the other on the line with my mom at the same time. And she's going, yes, yes, yes. And and my mom was like, no, no. And my dad was the worst of all the bullies, of course. Um, I would regularly get home from elementary school and he would meet me at the front door and he would he got me several times. He was like, Jock, your mom's dead. Jesus, that's not even a prank. That's just like, that's just child abuse. <laughs> yeah, that guy is a rascal. He could say he's he. Uh, one time he was drunk and he kind of chased my aunt in his car around the cul-de-sac. Just an old uh, OBGYN oh, rascal. We were, yeah, we were leaving the uh, holiday party. My mom is one of seventeen, so we were leaving that mm. holiday party, and uh, he was just trying to scare her. So he drove behind her. Pulled up and was like honking. And she's like, Whitney! <laughs> yeah, well, I go- mean, I kind of, okay, so like, tell me about your dad's practice. Is he a private practice OBGYN? Does he work for a public hospital? I have to know this. This is the funniest thing to me. Okay, so he was one of the only doctors in the region that was practicing private that also accepted medicaid and okay. and like public health services so Did he do abortions huh Did he do abortions i feel like i've asked him if he's done abortions and i maybe he said like once or twice he might not want it getting around yeah i'm, I'm sure sh- i don't I, who knows yeah, i mean yeah. i my dad is a specialty OBGYN. like it's like if you're oh, pregnant okay. and you have diabetes oh, okay. you're pregnant and you, yeah, have, you have this eclampsia, like okay okay yeah. so i mean he's he's he could be an asshole, but he's incredible at his job as yeah. far as being an OBGYN. Knows his way around the puss. <laughs> Knows his and Dad, you must know your way around the puss. <laughs> Give you the old son a few tips. Yeah, I mean, that's very impressive. I mean, I don't even, like, think of it like that, but it's kind of disturbing to think of, like, how many women's vaginas my dad has touched. I would definitely think about that all the time. Younger, younger women always hit on him. And I feel like it's when they find out he's an OBGYN and he's not like, oh, okay. See, like I have such a repel, like when I meet a male OBGYN, I'm like, Mm." and like, that's not fair. Obviously there are a lot of like totally ethical doctors that just, you know, love medicine and find the reproductive system very interesting. But also there are some freaks out there. You know there are some. Oh, I mean, I totally, the thing is my dad was really known for having absolutely no bedroom humor. Yeah. In his job, and so patients preferred that because he would just be very straight. Like your baby is gonna die if you don't do this now. Yeah, no, because that's that is what I want. Okay, so yeah. my favorite OBGYN when I was at uh, in Indiana, it was a Planned Parenthood woman, and she was this like Bulgarian lesbian with a flat top. Per- perfect person to be. Yeah, doing that instead of just a man. like linebacker shoulders. And at one point, she's like, I noticed you shave. You don't need to do that. A lot of people think that it's uh, dirty. It's not. I'm like, I just think it's cute. I just think it's a cute haircut. I love that as a comment from a lesbian. It's just like. You ain't got to shave to be pretty, baby. Yeah, it's like so, it's so like wholesome and feminist. And it's like, actually, like, I do want, 
I like I that she's this. out there. You know, <laughs> I like that she's out there. Telling, I'm like, I know, I know it's not. I just like. Well, I, I love an indigo girl OBGYN. That's yeah. a special position. You really be- feel like you're in capable hands. You know, like this does the waiting room play like ten thousand maniacs and oh, that'd like, be amazing. Uh, yeah. like Liz Fair all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Fast car. Yeah, I just got that ra- uh, record at Arc thrift store for a few days ago. Yeah, I heard uh, you just found out Tracy Chapman was a woman. Well, this is years ago, and I like my sister has all these people like in her car, and she's like, "Jacques, don't say anything yeah, like I heard weird." The story. Or and that's the first thing I'm like, to, yeah. "Okay, Alex, I promise I won't, but you will not believe Tracy Chapman is a lesbian, in fact, and not a man." I was just like blown away. I had no standards of knowing anything about gender or whatever, but I was like, "Oh, I get it now, Alex." She, the fast it car, makes a lot more sense. It's all about pussy. Yeah. It's like and oh, like living friend. in a living in a small town. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's an alcoholic because well, I'm a kind lesbian. Kind of works for a like a Bruce Springsteen. It, it's like a lesbian Bruce Springsteen song. Like we're in this small town and we want to get out of here, baby. And I'm working at the, you know, I'm working at the grocery store as a checkout girl, and it's like. But also just just lesbians. It's just the same thing as like a as a song from Nebraska, but with lesbians. <laughs> and anyways, that she is the lesbian, the black lesbian Bruce Springsteen. I mean, she's incredible. She's a great music. Yeah. That song "Revolution" off the the title track yeah, of that yeah. album. I was like, oh my god, just like feeling the music. I'm like, I had a dream recently that like I was at a karaoke party with all. It, it turned into an anxiety dream because all of my dreams now turn into an anxiety dream. But I was at a karaoke like bar party thing with like everyone, as in like like one of my like elementary school teachers was there that I've like never <laughs> seen since. And it was like one of these, you know, this is your life, Amber. And everyone was singing things. And I sang, um, uh, I sang uh, "Closer I Am to Fine" with my fr- the the Indigo Girls song, oh, the, the yeah. one that everyone the knows. Lesbian yeah. song. I think they play it on boys with on the side. A friend of- yeah, yeah with a friend of mine and then it was like i like in the dream it was like this very a male straight friend of mine <laughs> and like and like in my dream this is like a very nice moment and then it all went to chaos because like i had like the the the, the anxiety dream of like the words disappeared for the next song and oh. on the screen and i didn't know them and everyone's like you're a fucking failure you're doomed and then i woke up and i'm like yep that's about my head right now now with the medication of my mom and the amount of dabs that i inject into myself every day i don't dream maybe once a month i am i've been really fucked up lately so i've been like <laughs> like my sleep has been fucked up. oh yeah, yeah so i remember every single one of my dreams and guess what they are all bad yeah i see that i can never get back to that state that's why they put me I on ambient they put me on whatever medicine Wait, it takes ambient doesn't ambient give you weird dreams or do you just not remember them okay it can give you weird dreams but usually you just don't have dreams when you're on it i've had weird situations i mean if you stay up on it there's no telling what will no happen. my friend was telling me he's like let's do ambient and then stay up he's like if you make it through the part where you nod off it's a really fun high and i'm like first of all i don't know if i'm physically capable of doing that second of all we're at the beach like it's <laughs> a really fun it is a really fun high i would do it on the beach the worst time is I, I would need someone to keep me awake. It's a thing. So I yeah, I had a situation easy to stay awake during this. I took the Ambien and I was maybe like 30 minutes into after taking it. And I called the like the 30 to the hour period where it start, first starts to hit you. I call the golden hour. Uh-huh. And I just feel like my light. Everything looks golden. I'm smiling. Nice. I'm like, nice. there's not a care in the world. 
And then I get a message on Grinder, and it's like, hey, I'm in need of this dominatrix sex work job. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay up. So it's like, okay, pretty much a, like, not as, obviously it was sexual, but I mean, like, you know, I didn't have to fuck him or, right. I, you know, there was no, like. It's a no contact. It was con- like, erotic a, without a, being, A yeah. little contact. I mean, I, you know, I slapped him across the face or, you know. No penetrative him. contact. No right. penetrative contract. You know, it, contract. There's no penetration <laughs> contract signed up in this. Yeah, well, anyway, made the small print. It, it went on for 12 hours. I had him tied up Oh, my God. How much point. did you make for that? I made nine hundred dollars. That's not terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was all his bank account. He gave me his car keys and all of his credit cards. And he said, "This is the pen and the pen and the pen." And I was like, "Okay, first of all, not doing this." I'm like, you "Yeah, can you're Venmo making me. more work for me." Yeah, you can Venmo me. Um, and it was great. I mean, I it was easy. I made him clean my entire house, do my laundry. I, okay, so then you got yeah, you were compensated. Oh, I mean. Yeah. I got a foot rub. I mean, it was easy. And then I just yelled at him and demeaned him. It was like all of my anger I could take out on this one person that he pays me for it. I wish I had any. You could probably, you could find something like that. Yeah. I don't I know. Just, I mean, it's one, I'm just uh, averse to anyone getting off visibly on anything I'm I'm doing. But yeah. two, it's just like, I, I think this is like, Thing where people like oh, Amber's mean and blah, blah, blah. like there was like a thing for a while on the internet where it's like I want Amber to crush my balls and I'm like that's that's disgusting. so not my bag like I if it was I frankly have an amazing business opportunity if I was a woman I would literally tell every well, it's such good money it's such good money <laughs> no I mean I, I love that I mean yeah. I'm sure you get you... there's no good money in being a sub as a woman oh like, of course just, that's the thing I was like, gonna say if, if I was a woman. I would be a sex worker queen. I yeah. feel like I'd do pretty good already, but there's it's limited with male or uh, I think a, so. A born I think maybe male body. you get uh, fewer clients, but they're willing to pay more. Yeah, I I kind of just gave up after a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I literally will only pick up foot jobs in L.A. because I'm just like, okay, whatever. It's it's, it's is it a feet town here? I get I get messages about the feet. So I had a. My roommate is on a gay app called Sniffies. Are you familiar? I am not. Are you ready to be scared? I'm going to show you something. Yeah. I'm, we're about to hack the web, people. Should I get so... another beer first? Yeah. I'll, yeah. Do you want one? Yeah, I think I'm going to drink one. Let's see if I black out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think one will be fine. So I'm pulling up this app called Sniffies to give you a little oversight. First of all, I'm overlooking a very detailed city map of LA. It says my location might be inaccurate. My profile is a picture of my ass in a thong. Uh and that's like, you know, my headline. I'm like, look, everyone, come for my ass. That's the good thing about me. So look at this map. You can see how it literally shows my location. And then these are all of the people in LA with sniffy accounts hosting. And then you can see where people are in bathrooms, hosting orgies at parks. Like, look, right here, we're at Elysian Park. Uh, This place is popular, active now. 28 guys were here earlier today. 19 guys here yesterday. 102 guys. I mean, this is incredible. I mean, like, you could literally... uh, So I was skating in Venice with my roommate, and we passed this bathroom. It's just an unsuspecting, just regular outside men's bathroom. And he says, yeah, there's five people in there and they're having an orgy. They have the door locked out. 
I'm like, wow, I just like, it's crazy. It's just like every single direction. Well, I mean, I'm glad people are having a good time. Yeah, I, I fucked a real estate agent, and then I was like, damn, this house is so nice. Well, and you know, like, real estate agents in Los Angeles are all, like, former porn stars. Like, they're all, like, people who, like, had a, I mean, the, the number of people, there's, like, a, some comedian made a joke about it, where he's like, if you watch enough porn, eventually you will see a girl you beat off to on a billboard trying to sell you, like, a, you know, three-bedroom ranch. I mean, that makes sense. You naturally want to get out of sex work after a while. Yeah, and also, like, if you're in a situation where you're personable and good at presenting yourself, I think there's probably a lot of parallel sort of social skills. I just don't think my ass can take it anymore, too. I, you know, I just, when I was younger... There's there's, wear and tear on the body is real. Look, when I was younger, I could bottom... With no lube, the biggest dick. I had no issue. I was like, whatever. I was like, like the pain didn't even nothing. I was like, whatever. This is fine. Now, as a twenty-eight-year-old, I'm like, get that thing away from me. If you think you're gonna stick that, you can barely get the tip in. I'm like, get out of here. Poppers, or did you just become more anal retentive? Or just my ass is broken. broken. My ass is broken. I'm repairing it, but you know, I got. I had like bad hemorrhoids and I have all these gastro problems. Oh yeah. I had to, uh, thank God it turned around, but I was talking to a surgeon because for, it was bad for a moment, but yeah. now I'm finally healing and I'm yeah. just like, okay. But then you got to go easy on the end. Yeah. See, yeah, at this point I'm like, nah, I, I can't fuck it up. I mean, God, I've been fisted before and I'm like, this is not, you know, I don't think also getting fisted once is going to like, completely changed their, no, their I think, whole I, mean, I think also I, I don't know that I mean like so assholes are different vaginas yeah, yeah, totally. because vaginas are made of the same stuff as I had an OBGYN explain this to me made of the same stuff as um the inside of your cheeks and gums wow so like it's like if your mouth is full of food which it is every day it's not like you're uh, the, the cells have a memory and reconstruct in the same shape because if they didn't, every time you eat, your face would just sag it down. Yeah, totally. But in your ass, there's a sphincter muscle that you can damage. So it's not like the same thing where there are like apparently two major walls, like pelvic walls in the vagina. So the tissue repairs itself the way your, your gums and cheeks, inner cheeks do. And that, you know, you got to do body weight squats or or some things. But your, your sphincter muscle is like a radial muscle. And if it gets jacked up, it takes way longer to repair well look i can't i know a counterpart actually i know dare i say an arch enemy of mine who had to have some you kind enemies of... never <laughs> shut get out of here you <laughs> don't you try to trick me um i'll just say that i like i don't know i hope that no one if you know who i'm talking about don't god dear god i can't take any more gay drama but anyway, um, this arch nemesis of mine, um, just, I don't know how to describe them. Um, do you know when you see someone who has a music career who you completely question the authenticity of them having wanting to be an artist and them just wanting attention slash to oh, fit yeah. into the niche scene? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a Venn diagram. Too. A lot of people who make art really, they, they do make art because they want attention. Sometimes they're just not really good. I mean, a lot of artists, terrible, awful, it should just be burnt from existence. Yeah, yeah, they should be, uh, they should have their, <laughs> this is, Take one, this is one of those people. Yeah, literally. Okay. 
Um, but <clears throat> oh, sorry, I had one of those mini strokes again where I just kind of lost what was there. Oh, we were talking about assholes. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, an anal damage. Okay, here's a Boston anal horror story, not okay. from me personally, but from uh, an ex's. My one of my exes was in a throuple for a few months leading up to dating me, and I did I didn't know this. He was just like, "Oh, these are my two best friends," and then months into us dating, was like, "Oh yeah, we were in a throuple." Okay, and I was like, "Oh god!" And so they, of course they were into pup play, and uh, of course, and one of them had this like it's really popular with the pup play community. This butt plugs with like a tail that comes out. Okay, like, yeah, like. So they just like come in bigger sizes and the guy wasn't ready for it and he put it in his ass and now he has a keyhole shaped ass. It like Wait. ripped and like Oh see, yes, you can't it doesn't have the give. But he still fucks like crazy as far as I or he just seems like it. This is not my ex, by the way, who has the busted asshole in the shape of a keyhole. <laughs> but um, I mean I wouldn't judge you. I mean, would. hey, whatever. I mean yeah. But Jesus, that's just, you really gotta be careful with your ass. Like, can I get even more vulgar? Yeah, I think we're already there. Okay, so, um, my roommate's a bit of an ass man, I'll just say. And, like, you know, when he's on these gay dating apps, he's like, I wanna see, like, a picture of your asshole. Like, not just your ass, the whole, whole, because that's, like, you know, this is the center of his whole thing, you know, or his interest. And he's like, you gotta watch out for skin tags. And so I was like, Skin tags on the asshole. That's the thing. It's a thing. So I thought, oh my god, there's that's got to be so rare. And if it, if it, you know, I thought yeah. maybe a mole or something, but it wouldn't. I don't know. It couldn't have been that bad. So anyway, only days later, I have a hookup, and I spread his cheeks, and there's like, what I could only describe is what looks like a mini pigtail. Not pigtail pony. Like, would he not notice? I think he knew, knows it, and maybe, or it's like you, small okay, enough. Okay, would you go to a dermatologist or a proctologist for that? I mean, I just get my wood burner out and just. You <laughs> know what? Yeah. Well, uh, nail scissors. <laughs> I honestly, for everyone's gonna think I'm disgusting, but I use scissors usually to cut my toenails and my fingernails. I mean, they. Well, what kind of scissors? I mean, there are manicure scissors. No, just like just regular household oh my scissors. God. And they come out so sharp, but I mean, I, it's just easier that way, you know? She's just going to cut it here. It's I've nice. always wanted to. I've never had one in my life. Should I do that while I'm in L.A.? Yeah, you should. Um, uh, tip in cash. Uh, <laughs> for being soft. Yeah. Um, make sure it just goes to the girl. Um, it's so weird. I actually, like, don't, like, I, I feel weird about people, like, paying so much touch my You don't um, do massages? I do. No, I, I've never, never got a massage. Are you some kind of intimacy freak or something? I'm yes, starting I, to... I have major intimacy issues. I will put that on a. I, I'm literally wearing a necklace that says daddy. Daddy issues. Yeah. I mean, but I do love getting a gel manicure because I've got the chips. And I've gotten pedicures with my mom because she likes getting them. That's a wholesome mother daughter activity. Yeah, yeah. I just sit there and like, weird and know that I'm going <laughs> to tip the. The, the woman is doing it a shit ton. And I will say, though, they're so good at this. Yeah, they're there's so, so much talent. Like, they're, like, they're, um, like, they understand, like, the shape of everything, where your cuticles are going, and, like... It's a mastery. It's, it's a mastered yet. skill. Yeah, and it yeah. it takes years to get good at that. And it's, it's, once you probably get a pedicure, you'll never go back. 
I'm guessing you've never seen the nail artist based uh original crime series uh <laughs> claws oh, okay. with so Nash. I love Niecy Nash. I love I her. her. Yeah. I was I've like her and Squeam Squeam Queens. Scream Queens is fucking hysterical. Uh, so I love I love her since like Reader Nine and One, but there's oh, this yes. show um uh getting on and it's adapted from a British show and it's about like nurses in like basically the chair of women's geriatric ward. It's adapted from a British show and they're both really good, but like I saw the the uh the um the, the American one first. And uh, it's Lori Metcalf plays the doctor, uh, Aunt Jackie from uh, Roseanne. Oh my god! She's I... amazing. She plays like this neurotic uptight. She is literally one of my favorite actors. And then Alex Borstein, um Jackie's the best person in Roseanne. She's um, and uh, Niecy Nash plays straight one. It's amazing because she's like this comedic ham, and they have her playing the woman who's the only sane person there and she gets the best lines oh. and she's really understated. What movie is this? Funny. It's, it's a show. It's called Getting On. It was on HBO. I think only like five gay men and ten women watched it. It's so good. I'm going to literally probably watch You're this going tonight. To I'm gonna, I, can't, I can't wait. It's And Niecy Nash, also like they didn't tie her to cast. Or they didn't cast type, I guess. Like they didn't, you know, she, she gets typecast a lot. Oh, they, of course. They, they always play it play too. this the only sane person there. I love and that. She's so fucking funny, and everyone's so funny. And and Aunt Jackie's a dream. No, and, okay. So let's talk okay, about yeah. my favorite role of Aunt Jackie, Scream Two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like incredible when she's going on this ramble. She's like, Billy Loomis. You're Billy Loomis's mom, Miss Loomis, or you know the I, big reveal. I uh, I was just talking about like all the West Craven. And it's so like, you, you know, it's one of my favorites. You can see my tattoo. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I can rewatch Scream just the first one like three or four times in one night. It is. It was so brilliant to have fucking Drew Barrymore. Like, oh, I'm going to go see a movie about Drew Barrymore. I'm like, that bitch is dead, dead six minutes first... in or whatever. And it's like, nobody saw that coming. And she's such a lovable character yeah. in that movie. She just she's so, so cute innocent. with her little ball. And yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, also, she looked like just like in Never Before Kissed. She looks thirty six, and <laughs> she's playing like a high schooler. All these people do not look like high schoolers. I actually prefer that though. Like, I kind of like. So I loved Freaks and Geeks. Oh, I, so like, I, and like, I love anything Chad Apatow does. Me too. I, I girls yeah. love. I I only watched the first two seasons. I mean, Leah really Dunham was. Up with stuff. Yeah, the thing is, is a really good writer. Yeah. It's just, she was not prepared for the scrutiny. Yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> she didn't she, know what to do. Well, I, just I, let her write and leave her alone. Well, I think, yeah, we should all leave her alone, and she probably just shouldn't have masturbated with her sister or whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever she did with her sister that was inappropriate. Okay, I will say that, though. Like, I, I read that actual excerpt, and... As someone who works in daycare, the people who are freaking out about that, I'm like, dude, you guys have never been around kids. Yeah, I, I feel like it's kids I don't are know. like weirdly sexual. Yeah, I, I don't. I remember yeah. when I was younger. This is horrible, but I remember like pulling my dick out or one time when I was younger and saying it looked like the head of a fly. 
<laughs> like, it's like kids are so inappropriate. Yeah, that was like the yeah. incredibly inappropriate. They don't know what is. They're just weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, did you work in childcare or something? Yeah, I worked in a daycare for like three years. Yeah, that's incredible. And then in New York? No, no, no. Uh, that's that's where you get like the nanny and au pair jobs. I worked uh, in a a voucher daycare, so it was like. Uh, What's a voucher daycare? So it's like they get money directly from uh, social services for uh, kids living below the poverty line. So it was like maybe one third. A really class. important job. Or... It was like, yeah, I mean, like, I think mean, it was all important. It's like one third, maybe middle class. Is that a cat? Meowie? I don't know. Maybe. Do you, you have a cat? I don't have a cat. Oh, okay. I'm, t- I'm like. Uh, I'm just hearing children. Yeah, I'm hearing the, the children in the distance. I'm yeah. like, fucking kid, shut up and stop being so happy. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? No, that's honestly like one of the worst things I can see in public is like a happy family. I immediately want to spit on them. I'm how like, they? Uh, I'm just like, what? How, how'd you get here, huh? What's what's really going on here? Yeah, what's... there's something dark. You're not fool anyone. I've seen Dexter before. I know the secrets. <laughs> what's going on? Let's also speaking of Dexter. So I was. Getting uh leaving the lobby earlier and I see a man without his mask on, which disappoints me immediately. But he immediately puts his mask on because he I recognize him and he knows that he makes an expression that he knows me. It's none other than Monk Star Tony Shaloub. That's... I don't know what he is doing in the same hotel as me because this is yeah. not any way. It's like well, a downtown LA hotel. I like he was not, going it's in with shitty enough for him to be like buying a hooker, but it's not like nice enough for him to be living back. I'm, he was with a man, so if it's if he's if he's, he's secretly fucking a man, but is he a, is he a straight? Is he gay? I don't mean to stipulate. This is all uh, possibly a parody. Uh, it could be. I think it's a parody, maybe. But anyway, it is. You might have just seen a Persian guy. Okay, <laughs> it's Los Angeles. No, no, no. I just want to say this though. I immediately looked at this guy, and there was this expression on his face, like you know who I am. I know who you are. Don't say anything. You think anything. Tony Shalhoub knew who you were? I don't think Tony Shalhoub knew who I was. I was saying, I think he knew that I knew who he was. Because I immediately made a face. And he immediately... I mean, let me just say this. I, I It could totally be debunked. And I still think yeah. I saw Denise Richards' husband in Silver Lake last time I was, time I was here. Okay, anyway. Yeah, no, <laughs> Denise Richards' husband is a good side. That, was... that, that guy is... That guy is fucking crazy. And I, and I saw um, the National walking down Sunset or something. You never see anyone. And then every once in a while, I'll be out with someone. And they'll Fuck be like, the that's so and so. And I'm like, oh. And it's like, I must walk by people all the time and just be oblivious. You're not invested in pop culture or you're not even like. No, I, I do. I think I just have like face in my mouth. Like, I, I, like that Mila Jonovich movie where I, she can't remember the face of her killer because she I has face blindness. So. There's, or I definitely had people too where I've met someone and I've been like, I'm thinking I know them from something personal. Like I met them at a party and I'm trying, and I have to be like, oh hey you, hey you, what's so? And it's like no, they're on a TV show, and I'm like, oh thank God because like I just, but like I, do, I don't remember even if I watched the show. I don't remember them from the show. I just know that I know their face. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh, I must have met this person before. And now I'm being rude because I don't that's remember how I them. Felt. It's like, no, he's from the TV. So that's how I felt as a child looking at 
um, I was on the set at Evangeline Downs, which is a racetrack in Louisiana, for the set of the movie The Dreamer, a horse movie. Maybe it was a Disney horse movie. It was a horse movie nonetheless with Dakota Fanning. Um, And then (laughs) I can't remember his name, but he played a... I feel like he played a retarded person in this movie, a mentally retarded person, and I can't remember this his name. In the oh, and, and Kurt Russell also is in this movie. Okay, I love Kurt Russell. So we're on set, and there's this moment where Kurt Russell takes off his wig. <gasps> and it was just shocking. I like again, I saw him, I'm like, I know who that is, but I don't know who that is. But I'm like, why is this famous man taking his head of hair off? Then I watched Dakota Fanning spit on her personal assistant and slap her in the face. No the young way. child. How old is she? She was like six, seven, like a really young age. How old were you? Are you I sure mean, it wasn't her like body double? Her no, it was, I mean. 35-year-old uh, stunt double with 35-year-old like, stunt double dwarfism smoking yeah, yeah, a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really 100% her. Like 100% her on the sidelines. I don't know how we got there. I think it was one of my mom's friends. And then hilarious on while they were trying to film Nutria Rats ran on the yeah. ran on the track or something. Because this is a closed down track at this point. Yeah. And uh, a wild number. Yeah. I mean, do you know what a Nutria Rat looks oh, like? Oh yeah, no, I don't. Are they in the in the Indiana? They don't, but I've seen I, they're not, but I've seen them I have seen them in Louisiana. So they have those just those giant like yeah. cheat like I kinda like hunt. them. They kinda remind me of Cavibera. They're very cute, I will say though, when I fell into a duck pond in Lafayette, Louisiana, right. Gerard Park, and um one of them nibbled at my leg, I lost my yeah, shit. Yeah, no, I screamed. I was running out of that water. I mean, if my foot touches something slimy in dark water, I I mean I'm sure that there's re- years of repercussions for me falling in this pond the uh a lot of the duck population there died at one point because oh, they shit by nutria no they were sh- they shit so much in one year that the entire pond filled up with shit to the point where they like half of them died because the- it was just so much shit there was too, too many people going to the park and feeding them right. and they all just they're upsetting mashed. the ecosystem yeah literally like their shit fucked up the ecosystem yeah, because they have to eat, like, uh, little plants and things that grow on the top. So if you don't... Uh... I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I kind of fucking hate ducks. You hate ducks? Yeah, I, don't, my... I don't hate ducks. I hate geese. Okay, geese are also my enemy, but ducks is a more personal thing. Really? I, in Missoula, my roommates had three ducks. And I when I when before I moved there, I, uh, <laughs> before I moved there, they were like, like okay, I don't want any pets. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like a little puppy. No, I was. Busy. I mean, they were like, I'll admit that they were cute, but the, you know, like I move in and they're like, oh, by the way, there's gonna be uh duck three ducklings living in our kitchen for three weeks until, uh, and I'm like, oh no, this is too much. In the kitchen is well something. near yeah. the kitchen, closest to the kitchen in the other room, but close enough that I was like, oh god, I can't deal with. It's a this. lot. Yeah, it was a little too much for me, but I um. Uh, you know, they move into the backyard, and I'm like, okay, this can't be that bad. They just destroyed the fucking backyard feathers and shit all everywhere. Yeah, and they're not shit. supposed to be in a yard. Like, there's a reason why there's, like, a duck pen where there's, like, a gross area, and then they walk around. Well, they had a... My roommate built a duck pen that was nice, but it got covered in shit, and then the snow came, and it just froze the shit solid, on t- like a layer of shit. Uh, it yeah. was gross. These ducks are People taking very People don't think careful. through pets. 
they, these people did. I mean, they're, they're, they're they were just okay with the frozen shit. I mean, if, yeah, they were fine. Like the ducks are fine. They're, they're these people love these ducks. They take care of them. They're good gays. Sure, but but, but it, to be like, I don't want frozen shit. In the... I think they probably cleaned it since then. Okay, let's hope. Yeah. But anyway, With chickens you have to clean it constantly because chicken shit is the worst. So my uh, uncle, I had an uncle who like had a chicken farm that eventually was just bought out by KFC. You know KFC like like as a monopoly on like American chicken. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah. I, I could like, imagine. Literally, the the KFC corporation like bought like this like small family farm. Like, it, I'm a Popeyes girls myself, so I don't even. I like Popeyes. With... I like Jollibee. Which like I've never place. had it. Let's. We get... should get some. We should get. Some. Yeah. It's very good. And they do. They do. Um. So instead of like mashed potatoes, they do rice, but with gravy. Ooh. It's really good. I've been wanting to try the spaghetti. No, I mean, Patrick do... was going off about the spaghetti. Yeah, we've got it in Jolly. Um. But when you would go over the hill, this was in North Georgia. So when you would go like over the, I guess it's Mount Cavalier. Mount. Oh, and then you, so would, beautiful. You would get to oh. the part where the coop was, though, you knocked back by the smell of chicken shit. Oh, it's, it's awful smelling. It's so it's it... like cleaner. It's like ammonia. It's like it's like a weird chemical cleaner, and it's just like your eyes are watering, and it's just like it's the worst smell. See, my thing is that it's just too dirty. I'm not like I like pets. I love animals, but I don't want to have them. I, I don't want to live with them. Yeah. You know and my cat dying was my like, all right, that's the end of this chapter. Gonna move to Los Angeles. Get but now you're getting a dog. Yeah, I am getting a dog. I'm getting in touch with my white trash roots. I'm gonna get a big old pool. What did your cat die of, like overdose or something? Um, yeah, she's. It was really tragic. Like she started out just on regular opioids, and then she was like shooting up, and, and then, then fentanyl, like, and it's just, so she uh... was super, super fucking. Oh, do you know about this? Wait, what? Do you know what Ben? Wait, Ben was my cat sitter. Oh, okay, I'm ready. Shit on Ben. Everybody, right. welcome from this portion of so, shit on Ben. So, um, I left, to be, like, I'm like, maybe I'll move to LA. I, I'm going to scope it out. I'm going to see what That's what I'm doing do kind of right now, secretly, yeah. everyone. Yeah, you got to do a little couple scatting. So, I'm like, thank you, cast it. For, yeah. um, you know, around little Phyllis, my little angel. And, uh, and he did, and, uh, I get like a thing where he's like, Phyllis isn't really eating. I mess up like maybe four or five days. And I'm like, huh. I'm like, well, she doesn't like certain foods. She gets picky. She's a bitch. And I'm like, uh, you know, she, she might also be like weird because she is kind of like a one person cat, which usually cats are really. And then the next day he's like, Phyllis is really groggy. And I'm like, okay, will you call the vet? And then call the vet and she like made up like a appointment or something. And then I'm like, okay, I'm like looking at, I flew back literally a day early. Just to deal with the Just to deal with the cat. And like, what he, I, I said, just take her to the emergency vet. So he took her to the emergency vet. And then I flew back, this is during Corona too. And then I had to go to the, I had to be in like an antechamber and covered in like scrubs <laughs> and like, the like a wash, washing thing with like, things there was like a giant spray of sanitizer over and she's you. Just she was like dead was, immediately. She wasn't even dead. She was immobile, oh. like dead in the ice. It happened over the course of like forty-eight hours. So what? What was the cause? Um, it was uh, rapid kidney failure. 
um, which is like the thing that's a common thing for cats right yeah and like i was like i want to take her home to do in-home euthanasia because i want to die at home and cats hate being anywhere than their home so i like like literally i flew in jfk took a cab to the emergency vet brought her back scheduled uh in-home euthanasia for uh six hours later she like can't stand up can't like lift her head and like I, I mean, I was like heartbroken because she wasn't even sick how at old all. Is, I how old was she? How so old do you I didn't her? know because I adopted her. I had her for at least adopt don't eleven shop. years. Um, but and I'm like, I think she's like four or five, and they like oh. looked at her and they're like, no, she's much older than that. She had a long, healthy life, and 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 we took care of her and all the stuff. And, and but I was like, at the end, like after I got over like the devastation, weeping for my fucking ancient cat who lived way longer than cats don't yeah. live anyway. But I'm like, no, she should be as old as me. Um, I was like, when is it appropriate to go to bed and be like, so I guess you can have And like, I <laughs> And then I was talking to our friend, to our friend Glenn, and I'm like, okay, I just, I know how badly he feels about this. And it's a total freak thing. He didn't do anything wrong. He took great care of her and he took her straight to the emergency vet. But I just had this fantasy of being like, okay, we need to talk about how you killed my fucking cat. Well, and he's like, no. Ben like, met me and he was like crying. He's like, everyone got dead when I was taking care of her. Like, well, you know, like, actually, her, but it was like, do you want to hear the backstory? Ben killed my cat. Do you want to hear what he told me? What? Well, he was having a hookover, a hookup at your house and he spilled the lube. And the cat ate the lube. That was what caused the kidney failure. I'm, 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 I'm throwing Ben under the bus for being a secret bottom, and then also for uh, neglecting a cat's life. Yeah, uh, my beautiful, hookup. perfect cat. I but miss yeah. her every day. What was her her name? Little Phyllis. sunshine. Oh yeah, little Phyllis. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was like the most. He felt like that's like the worst case scenario. Like that, I would just commit suicide if I was like. And then they just got sick and died. And I'm like, I know I didn't do anything, but now I need to tell myself. So I felt so, so He's a sweetheart. All the jokes aside, he, you know, he's like amazing character. Yeah, he loves loves animals actually a really lot. He's really good with animals, surprisingly. Way more than people. But (laughs) yeah, he's way better with animals than people. He, he just... I can't have him over because he'll kill my pit bulls. Oh, <laughs> actually no, Latinos love pit bulls, so he'll be good. Yeah, he, no, no, he'll he won't he he'll I think he likes dogs more than cats anyway. Which is weird because he's very cat like person. He's very feline, persnickety. That so, almost sounds really like you're him. calling him a sissy femme. Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the most effeminate thing about him is. Um, the like albino thing, or um, also just his curly hair just screams fag. He's not that pale. There's paler. <laughs> also, he's... the curly hair is like his trademark, and the mustache. He also does, does honestly kind of look like str- I could see him straight passing more than a lot of gay people. He could, he could if he like didn't. If he tried a little, if he didn't harder. like, if he messed up his eyebrows or something. Do you know about the time that he got uh, his eyebrows messed up? No way. <gasps> he was pissed. I mean, he called me. He's like, "Shock! I cannot believe what they've done to me." This is when we're living together. He wanted to like get a cheaper haircut or something, so he scheduled for it. And this guy just fucked his hair up. He just did it way too thin. He gave him the ugliest fade, 
And then without saying anything, he went straight to Ben's eyebrows. And, and he gave him the, like, the, 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 the comb around, like that kind of like he trimmed them down. So oh, I think he bent yeah, yeah. beautiful eyebrows. Yeah, he, he does have away. eyebrows. Took them away. And it, I mean, it was like, look what they have done to me. <laughs> and Ben wants to slam me, act like I'm, I'm the, the customer, Karen. But literally, <laughs> he went back to that store. He was like, no, I want a refund. And then they fired the guy in front of him. Oh my God! Ben Karen to someone? Ben, the guy who just speaks your manager? Ben, this is me throwing you under the bus. He's too busy. Yeah, literally, he murders animals and he can't even make it to uh, a little recording with his two old best friends, uh, Ambular and uh, Jockey. Do you do you relate to Amber from Clueless? Um, I think I always related. Uh, oh yeah. And I love Brittany. I love Brittany. Have you ever seen Brittany Murphy in Freeway with Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. That is like one of the most incredible yeah. movies. Oliver Stone is canceled, but that like that is like peak Oliver Stone. Everyone's canceled. Everybody he's he's gone, gone. Okay, also what's what's going on with your fucking neighbor kids? They need to be euthanized, speaking of. You should call you should call an at home euthanation service to show right, up for them. Yeah, I mean just pay just... like it's they just walk through here. I think it's um it's parking guy, but it's like I just live around old people, but then these families walk through. Where do you guys live? Because I'm surrounded by like retirees. Look, if it's a you know, on the steep sidewalk parts of your neighborhood what you should do is just put olive oil or some kind of oil on the ground well a lot of times the kids skateboard around here that's even better just knock them down yeah yeah they just brought a leg i'll tell you my most psychotic thing i always want to bring like a bag of marbles to the roller rink and just let them go yeah it's very i just watch the world burn (laughs) when i was like um at my uh only incel moment i would say when i was really lonely and didn't have uh any romance in my life i would go to the roller rink and there'd be couples holding hands and i would like really swiftly like cut them off and make them fall over yeah and i was like that's what you get for being in love yeah how dare you. Fucking dare you. i'm honestly disgusted when i see people on instagram posting about their love and their in- and their relationship the reason i'm not on instagram i mean you're doing it right if you can have if you can do this job without having an instagram i don't know that i can i don't know that i'm doing a good job because it's just like you don't like uh really keep up with the world this is also like a, a critique uh, on your not on not on the podcast so i can finish my book edits but it's also like when i do like listen in I'm like i should see what the podcast i'm on is doing and i'm like <laughs> i have no idea what any of you are talking about like they're just departing further and further from like my known world, and, just, and I'm like, I just read like the newspaper, so, and I can't because it's all like internet stuff. Well, that's, that's, that's like, like Max and Ben, and sometimes they're talk, they're going off. They're like Shapiro, yeah, Shapiro, this. They're like yeah, yeah. against that. I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even know this an issue. You know, there's they, they had to explain to me what the contras were. You know, <laughs> like I didn't know. I didn't. I, they were good. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, basically, I've just, I've obviously learned a lot on this podcast, but I mean, again, I just don't value furthering my education right now in my life in any way. I mean, like, I'm happy when I learn more. I do broad strokes. 
Exactly. Like I, I don't want to sound like an out of touch asshole. I mean, I, I'm still all for all yeah, the good shit. Keeping abreast but... of the jobs and investments uh, spending, and uh, I have no idea what's going on on the internet though. I don't want to. I don't want to pay attention. It's all dog coin crashing this, and it's all Elon Musk on SNL that. Stuff. Like, all all I'm not fucking with cryptocurrency. I'm not getting lost in that. I don't even fuck with investments ex- outside of. I don't life. invest in anything. I don't. I don't believe in it. I, it's a, it's a sin to make money off your money. So, <laughs> wow, is that is that a Bible thing? It is. Yeah. What is that? John three sixteen or something? Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Oh, damn, I hate Austin. Also, the city. If you're listening right now, and you're from Austin, Texas. I've never been, but I don't out. like I don't like cities like that. Like I don't like Portland. I don't. You know what? I did like Seattle because it was like Portland, but full of ugly people that don't like things. Oh, okay. So that sounds incredible. Portland sounds like it was like Seattle was like you got there and everyone was like fatter and sloppier and like nothing was cute, but there was still like beautiful timber everywhere. There was oh. still like good food. I bet the food's better in Seattle. Than- I mean, there's a lot more, like, they have a, their own, like, burger chain. I forget what it's called. I feel it's like every- the best. Top, top burger. And I'm a big burger. Big burger. Who's burgers after this? Or, burgers. I'm- or Jollibee's. Or Jollibee's. I would really, I, I love Have you been it. in and out? Uh, yeah, but I'm not impressed at all. At- I like in and out, but, like, I'm like, this is as good as Five Guys. Yeah, I it's mean, okay. I don't know. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, Seattle I, I'll try to remember what they are, but like, they it's like a small, like, local chain. And I'm like, this is one of the best burgers I've ever. It's just greasy, too. It's just like, it's a fast Do you ever food. make it to Louisiana? Huh? Do you ever make it to Louisiana? Sometimes, yeah. Do you ever have a burger in Louisiana? There's this place in town that's been open for like over 60 or 70 years called Judy Sin in Lafayette, Louisiana. Oh my God. It's rumored that they just have never cleaned the grill. Top. So it tastes good. So it tastes just like incredible. It's yeah. like this everlasting it's a thousand grease elixir. Burgers. Yeah. A thousand burgers. And it's yeah. like the, the super conservative crowd that honestly goes there, but everyone goes to get burgers. All the little freak hippies in town yeah. go get burgers from there. I mean, it's like just the best. No clean hands in a dirty burger. $3.25 or like four twenty five for a really good quality yeah. burger. But this is the deal. They don't serve french fries. They don't put mayonnaise on their burgers. You um, They have a sauce that is made with some type of ketchup. I think it's ketchup, Worcestershire sauce, uh, uh, onion powder. But they don't tell you the ingredients. And this is how secretive they are about the sauce. So you have to use the sauce in front of them. If, they, if, you, if you ask to use sauce, they just... Oh, so they're fashion. Yeah, so they're fashion. So... They, they, so you can't take a to-go container of the sauce. Oh, okay. You. But they're afraid you're going to take it to a lab and analyze it. <laughs> who knows? But they, they, they're like, if you want it on the burger, you can ask us, or you can put it on yourself. But we need to bo- see you use the bottle. My friends have spent years trying to steal these bottles. They've gotten away with it some kind. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible now. Security's too tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, and this is like know, they're onto them. This, this is, is definitely, definitely like your really living room is the size of. Much. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, I mean, my thing about burgers is that, like, one, I hate the foodie burgers because they're too thick, and they do it just so it looks like a big meatball. So, for plating reasons, it's like, no, if you want more meat, do more thin patties. Yeah, it's, it's just way better. better. It's with much the thin better. Patties. Yeah, I love a McDonald's burger. It, it's they perfected it. Oh, like, literally, they figured it out. And I love sugar. I'm such a little. Fat fuck. Yeah. I just need every meal to have like an excess of sugar. That's why I love McDonald's. The McDonald's fries. I'm, I'm assuming Jolly Bee has 
a sugary kind of fast foodness. To yeah, that. they do. But okay, so the spaghetti? spaghetti? Uh, I haven't had the spaghetti yet. I just got the chicken randomly. It was like a thing, and um, because it was just like I was driving home, and I'm like, okay, this is a drive-through, and I'm like, I thought they were serving mashed potatoes, but it was rice with gravy on it, and it's the it's kind of the you know it's some packet gravy or whatever. But it's like so good, and then you can put the gravy on the fried chicken too, and so it's kind of like chicken fried steak. Ugh, I want I want all of that. It's so that good. sounds so delicious. I have all these. But left. okay, one thing I'll warn you: Pepsi products. Yeah, see that's fucked. When it, Scott, when it, okay, let me tell you something. When they say when you ask for a Coke at a restaurant. And they say, oh, we have Pepsi. Is that okay? No. Of course it no, is not, not fucking okay. It's not. I don't want 32 no. or whatever flavors. You might as well just have said, uh, is this okay? No. <laughs> no. Pepsi? People don't know this. People don't know this. It's a caramel cola-based soda that also has notes of citrus, which this, this sounds disgusting. It's just gross. It's disgusting. And yeah, and they, I, I don't even think, like, like I like RC. Like I like RC is like a classic, real, yeah, just like straight up cola. I'm not like, you know, Coke or Death, but Pepsi is just trash. Yeah, it's garbage. No wonder Lana Del Rey's pussy tastes like that shit. <laughs> I'm serious. It's true. Yeah. You know, and also no, my pussy tastes like RC. I mean, honestly, her pussy tastes, tastes like, like Copcom. Oh God, is she still dating that guy? No, she, she broke up with him, but I bet she, she bet she still she'll box him on the side parody. You know, I kind of like. Uh, that she just dates like guys, like it, oh, it's like, kind of a Julia Roberts thing where she just like married a. Oh yeah, did she yeah. marry that really racist biker guy or something? Or that Sandra Bullock? That Sandra Bullock, yeah. Oh, uh, Mike. What was his name? Jesse James. I think so. I think he was one of these people, one of these many, many men that claims to be a, a descendant of Jesse James. So he's like the Orange county choppers guy or something like that he's some kind of motorcycle guy i don't know my dad was a biker so he used to know his daughter because he thinks that they're like all they just he's like they just make uh luxury bikes for dentists his daughter is a mutual friend from really what's she like i mean she seems really really nice nice and really sweet and probably had a very nice upper middle class upbringing she she had yeah i think it was fine fine. i I hope that she doesn't hear this or something but yeah she was really nice i just remember i I don't (laughs) even know if i it's too late now. Huh? It's too late now. now. You gotta say it. Okay. Um. This is awful. Oh, God. I'm just really. I can't even. Okay. No, I'll, 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 this, this Max, you're gonna have to just delete this one part. This part cannot He's make not it. He's not gonna do it. Oh my God. <laughs> um. Basically, the story I remember is that basically someone uh took a picture of her as a teen smoking meth. She, they, this person. Okay, what team we're talking about? Like nineteen, fourteen. I think I would not say that either of fourteen between Ooh. sixteen. I think Ooh, I want to yeah, say yeah. young. And I didn't even go through puberty. I was are these Austin kids who are all liberal parents or liberal or rich parents slash they all go to these kind of like we're you're, we're creative. We respect your spirit kind of school. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got a giraffe and spelling. Yeah, and nurturing bullshit. Well, anyway, they all go to the school, and I mean, I just remember hearing about all the hard drugs they would do, and I'm like, I get it, rich parents, you know. But, but also, like the hippie parent, like every every person I know who grew up and had hippie parents is the most insecure, nervous, neurotic person. And my mom was like, I don't know, she was like liberal in the sense that she was like kind of a ball busting feminist, 
Yeah. And that she, and that like, I remember her once saying, uh, Amber, never date a man who doesn't like cats because he's probably misogynist. And I'm like, I'm nine. But <laughs> she was that kind of rigid and like, you know, don't get pregnant. Don't, don't, don't get pregnant. Yeah. yeah. But like, it, it like, it was still like rigid and structured. And I feel like that gave me like a basic like framework. And the kids I knew who had parents who were like, I just, be free to just experiment. And yes, you can, you know, uh, you can fuck your boyfriend on probation, uh, you know, in the basement. I just want you to know that you're doing it here where I can observe you. And it's like, I also fuck my boyfriend on probation in someone's basement. But my mom didn't know about it because you at least have the state of mind to be able to hide it from your parents. That is good for a kid. Having your parent accept your uh your bad behavior not good for you you so, should violate your parents oh, so you should break the rules they right. should be rules so you can break them but that's that's, that's just great. growing up you yeah. learn to break the rules and then you learn how to yes. society. You find a line you cross it and you're like oh maybe that one was too bad. so right. this, this is the moral of the story or not the moral of the story but the point of the story is is that this famous guy's daughter was a target that she didn't even know for being sold not into slave sex slavery at all but having this image of her taken of her while she's doing meth sold to tmz oh, so, this, so this person i know that's i actually think it should be illegal to publish pictures of minors not even not even i don't even kitty porn i think like you should not be able to publish pictures publish, of them. yeah like yeah, if I was okay. like a famous person and someone well, tried to take Zuckerberg a picture of my face, about, I would kill them. Zuckerberg's talking about making an Instagram just for children. Okay, so I him and Nambla, I guess. Like don't Nambla? It. It's like a pedophile or Oh yeah, I mean North that, Atlantic Man Boy Love Association. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Wilde with it. Yeah. Um but like I was watching wait, wait, side note, I was watching Hannibal last night. Like I was good. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, I love anything with Juliana Moore in it. And I'm watching Hannibal. I don't remember Silence of the Lambs. I love them. I don't remember this character. There's some character that's like a, a mutilated face man who is like a pedophile, basically. Yeah. And like that. And But he gets immunity because he testifies against Hannibal Lecter. Oh, um, he's prosecuted. And, he, and he's like, just says all these gross, creepy things. And anyway, I just don't know why. Like, I should have... <laughs> Long story short, I should have gone to bed at like I got home at like one or two, and I really sh- like I needed sleep. And I watched two movies last night. I watched the movie that I've never seen a movie with such a a i or a a p i hate. Oh, I don't know why they're lumping in Skylanders stage in there. I don't know why Tongans are related to like a Taiwanese. I I don't like this framework. It's like bicoc. It's like, I don't know, yeah, like, just say, like, not Asians is what you mean. But, like, I don't know why. I think, uh, I think a lot of, like, POC people don't want to be called BIPOC because it's too big of a, a, a generalization. I uh, think there's, like, 12 like people online who use it. Like, and, like, Latinx, there are, like, 12 people online that use it. Like, they, it's, so, it's just so, it's, so, like, try, it's trying to be so sensitive to the point where it's offensive. Yeah. It was also, like, Latinx was like, like how do you pronounce it? And it's like, well, it was never meant to be pronounced because it was made on the internet and not for people to actually use and talk and speak about. Yeah, it's it like literally word. just a secret typing language. Like, ah, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, 
that that gay I think is such a weird lump. Like I don't there are a lot of like Japanese people in like Hawaii, but like that's a weird ethnic grouping. So let me break it down with this movie. So it's a 2000 movie starring Wesley Snipes, and he has an, a lead Asian counterpart character. I started the movie probably halfway through. He's like an otaku. like He's a black guy who's in the like, Asian stuff. Like, he likes swords and stuff. I mean, he was in Blade. I mean, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I, I love Wesley. So Art of War was... Pretty, pretty crazy, crazy from the get-go. There's an explosion scene immediately. He, okay, Wesley Snipes, uh, basically a few minutes into this, he's got this Asian woman counterpart who is on the run or something, but he has to keep her. He is maybe like an ex-FBI or CIA agent on the run. And what year was this? 2000. So there's a scene where he sends the, the girl in to the diner to make a phone call distract her or something and then an assailant comes in and tries to leave a bomb in the store and so, so Wesley to, to kill her oh, okay. so she, she's a, yeah, she's a target so um Wesley's Wesley like okay what should I do so he drives his car through the entrance of the diner into the diner and he almost hits every patron including the girl yeah. I mean he, it's just fucked up it's an action movie thing where it's like I'm gonna burn down a city to protect this one thing yeah, yeah. yeah. So he grabs, grabs the bomb then puts the bomb underneath the gas pedal and then pushes it down or, or, or like sets it in reverse and the car slings out of the diner and explodes and he goes down everyone and then like that diner probably has like a deep freeze fridge that would have could have protected like just thrown it in there yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was it was so, so stupid. stupid well anyway it's not re- as good as his performance in let me bring up about the extreme like the, the, there was a whole plot line element about asian racism and like the u.s like it was like an anti-chinese u.s spy film basically in, in 2000 yes that's early that's early on that so I was shocked because I mean, there's this evil like female American woman character who's just going on this long rant at one point about how you Chinese people have done this and that, and I'm like, oh my god, like, why is TNT deciding to like play this now on? TV? Yeah, I haven't even heard of this. Like the, Maybe they're like, let's dust this off. I mean, really, honestly, I feel, I feel like, like you should watch any '90s or early 2000s movie and completely like racially critique it because there's just so much to. Well, it was weird like too. After, after 1992, we we didn't have the Soviet Union anymore, so they were like, "Fuck, we, how do? Who's the bad guy? Like, it's not going to be Russians because they're not in the Soviet Union. They're just a you know the the the, the wall is collapsed." They tried all these different. They tried South Africans, like in, uh, you know, and like they they tried to sort of invoke the apartheid thing. And, uh, See, I don't even know what the apartheid is. Okay, well, you know what Jim Crow is. Yeah. Okay, well, in South Africa, there was um, something like that, but a thousand times weirder because it was run by Dutch people who colonized. Uh, that makes sense. Dutch people are incredibly racist. They're terrifying. People. Yeah. My my um. Belgian, they're really tall and terrifying. My Belgian Dutch uncle, or like he's Belgian, Flemish, Dutch, something like that. He was like, you know, the Belgian people, we don't, we don't, we we reuse our used condoms for chewing gum. It's like what the fuck? That's not even a good self-deprecating like ethnic joke. Like also, no one knows who you are, so shut up. 
Who gives a fuck? I mean, I, I guess I kind of give a fuck about Belgium, but also it's just like, I give a fuck because of my god, my godmother, but mannequin piss to that statue. Just there's, you know what mannequin piss is? No. It's like the famous statue in Belgium of a boy pissing, and it's a fountain that just continually oh, yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've seen like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. They tell these corkscrews where the dick is his. The course is his day. I mean, it's like a. Hysterical. My friend brought me back a um, from Greece. He brought us all back Greek, uh, like uh, uh, bottle openers that are like these ornately painted wooden, like folk art phallus. Oh, I love that. I'll and they're it. like weirdly like pretty and stuff. And I'm like, what is going on in Greece though? And he's like, it's he's like we've like literally never stopped being house. like this since antiquity like we're just really like fallow centric people i would love to go to greece what a beautiful island it looks gorgeous yeah and there's all sorts of like little islands you can go for different places and have different stuff the food is apparently isn't the mykonos in greece or am i stupid yeah mykonos okay okay i thought there's all just like more like tourist like i want to see safe green that's the place with like the blue you know when you see those like white buildings Oh, right. oh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants too. Yes. When oh, Rory Gilmore's character yeah. goes to fucking Greece. Yeah, to sure, that, I believe that was when. Um, oh, I hate her. Um, no, oh, 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 yeah, she, she is in that. Yeah. What's wrong with America Ferrera? Like <laughs> you interacted <laughs> with her personally. No, uh, she interacted with a friend of mine, and it was over political. She was a big Hillary. Oh, yeah, we can't. And I also think, like, she got, like, a lot of credit for being an underdog when she wasn't because of, like, Ugly Betty. And it's like, that girl is pretty. Like, it, like, she's fucking beautiful. She's she's a talented actress or whatever. Yeah, it's like, why, like, I'm not to be all, you're stealing ugly girl valor or whatever, but it's like, people are like, yeah, she's a tough little scrapper. It's like, no, that's a gorgeous girl who put on fake she's probably got, got an air to her just because she's been typecast as the ugly one you know yeah her literal theme, theme song was hey big girl you're beautiful hey big girl you're beautiful no one no i don't think like literally this would just that's like patronizing anywhere would just be like that's such a hot girl but like on tv with like flat iron bangs that's like anyway she, nope. she was a big Hillary, Hillary stan. So no fat person wants to be told that they look beautiful because they're fat. Yeah. It, like, or say, like, you know, like, people can tell me I'm hot, but if, if, if someone, I'm sleeping with someone and they go, oh, I just love that, that belly, or like, I'm like, I'm out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, can you not? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not your daddy. Get over yourself. Probably closer to your mommy. Okay, well, yeah, we're like at an hour twenty-three. This is perfect. Well, look, everyone, we wish you a merry Los Angeles. Greetings from the city of angels and me and Just we're two angels. The rest of them, devils. The whole town. Well, look, we'll we'll talk to y'all later, and you know, go ahead and check out seekingarrangements.com. We have our merch store open only till May seventeenth. Until reserv- uh, reservation renovations go through on May seventeenth, we will be releasing all of our T-shirts as posters. So check that out if you've ever liked our shirts enough to wear them. Now you want to hang them up in your room as a piece of artwork. They're ready. Yeah, frame it. 
Do a framers. Framers. Slap it. See you later. Bye. Okay. See you later.